0: Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Thursday, September 16th. Today on the show, the Titans make some roster moves, including some bad news in the secondary. We will talk with Josh Ward of WNML to get his thoughts on the Tennessee Volunteers through two weeks and what should happen with the quarterback situation. But we begin with the reason we love college football. The 440, it's brought to you by the Kingston Group. The Kingston Group is the only name you need to know if you're thinking about doing major work on your home. They'll give you all the information. They have a trusted process. They've been doing it for over a decade in Nashville. They're award-winning. They're locally owned. And they know how to set you up for success when it comes to making decisions about your home. Kingston Group, buildkg.com is the website. So humor me for a second, guys, here this morning on the show, because there's a lot of FCS teams on the schedule in the SEC, and I know Alabama is at Florida, which hopefully is a fantastic game in the second half, but right now it feels like thoughts and prayers are with the Gators and whoever they start at quarterback. Alabama minus 14 sounds like the right play. I, I do love that these two are getting together in at an, at an actual home venue, and I think the Swamp is going to be amazing. But what I wanted to mention today on the show is the Auburn-Penn State game in Happy Valley. Auburn Penn State, to me, is the embodiment of all of the things and the reasons why I am a college football fan. Two fan bases that are completely batshit crazy, that have no clue about priorities and reality. 100,000 people at a night game may be the best single venue in all of college football. Two brands, the Big Ten and the SEC, in a non-conference showdown. Two ranked teams that we don't really know anything about. Two teams with coaches that have all kinds of stories. Two teams with history and tradition and brand names. Two quarterbacks who have started tons of games, Bo Nix and Sean Clifford, and we don't even really know how good either one of them actually is. This game, Auburn and Penn State, is the embodiment. It is the reason that I am a college football fan, and I cannot wait to sit down and consume Tigers versus Lions on Saturday night. It is all of the things, and I have absolutely No clue what's going to happen, and it is what makes college football spectacular. The Tennessee Titans placed safety Amani Hooker on IR late on Tuesday evening, and one of the more underrated, undercovered stories throughout Titans camp, of course, was the depth at safety. They rotated bodies in and out of the lineup, signing guys off the street and cutting guys and signing guys again and cutting guys again. It was a constant revolving door behind Kevin Byard and Imani Hooker. I am a huge fan of Imani Hooker and thought he was going to have a great season. We will see how long the injury lasts. That being said, Bradley McDougal, a veteran who's been around the NFL for a while but is not extremely talented, took over at the starting spot for Hooker when he got hurt. He is now obviously going to be asked to play a much bigger role. This is a guy who was signed and then cut and then signed to the practice squad and then cut again and then brought back. This is not exactly a star player, but he's going to have to do because the depth at safety is an issue. The starting two looked very, very good all camp long. I felt very comfortable about those two players. But depth at safety was always an issue for this team the entire camp, and the worst possible thing has happened. One of the two starters got hurt in week one. They are now going to have to patch it together alongside Kevin Byard until at which point, if and when, Amani Hooker can return. Additionally, after releasing kicker Michael Badgley, who, of course, missed a field goal and one of his extra points on Sunday against Arizona, the Titans have promoted kicker Randy Bullock from the practice squad to handle their place-kicking duties this weekend against Seattle. This is Bullock's ninth season in the NFL, and he's made 83% of his kicks over that span. He was the starter in Cincinnati for the last four years and began his career in Houston back in 2012. Both the kicking situation and the safety situation are major concerns for the Tennessee Titans. All right, it's time for our weekly visit with Josh Ward of WNML up in Knoxville. Josh, how are you? Good to see you. Let's start with the Pittsburgh game. And what did you learn about Josh Heupel and this coaching staff, even in a loss to Pittsburgh?
1: Well, I think we learned that Tennessee players have bought in as they said they would. Tennessee players continued to fight. Coaching staff put Tennessee in a position where they could come back and have a chance to win. I don't think we want to go too over the top when we talk about effort and energy because aren't they expected to try to fight and win the game? It it would be alarming in week two if the team decides, you know what, let's pack it up and head on home. But to me, I would look at the offense's ability to still be able to put points on the board, give the Vols a chance to win the game, which ultimately they did not. But last year there were too many times where as things started to slip away in the third quarter, there was no hope left in the fourth quarter. And the offense gives Tennessee a chance to win games right now. You ultimately need to win games because if you don't, by the end of the season, we might wonder about energy and effort and buy-in. But right now the players believe that they can win these games.
0: No, I said it earlier this week on the show, they look like they enjoy playing football together. Uh, which is a good thing. And that looked like a game that would have been a patented Jeremy Pruitt for three or four touchdown blowout, but it wasn't. And I think that's a huge statement for for, for the coaching staff and what they've done so far, at least. Now, we're not going to know anything really truly about this organization, this team against Tennessee Tech, but I, I do want to get your opinion. How should Josh Heupel handle this
1: quarterback situation? My thought has been Hinden Hooker should be Tennessee's quarterback. That was where I leaned in the offseason at least midway through camp, maybe earlier than that, we started to get a pretty clear indication it was actually going to be Joe Milton. So my thought then was, okay, let's see what he can do. Let's see how much he can improve very quickly because he arrived in the summer to help Tennessee's offense. And early on, I don't think we're seeing what Tennessee needs out of him. I also would not give up on Joe Milton because I don't think Tennessee has a perfect answer. Uh, Hinden Hooker has his faults as well. Harrison Bailey is not a part of the conversation right now, And that's all you have. You have three scholarship quarterbacks. So Joe Milton's ability, the physical tools that we talked about in August, those are still there. I wonder, can the coaching staff look at different things within the game to help Joe Milton have an easier time on the field? I didn't see that early on before he was injured against Pitt. He can run. Both quarterbacks can run, Hooker and Milton. And I think that's something that's going to be important in this offense. But to answer your question, I would be getting Hindon Hooker ready, a guy that has had some success in college. You have Tennessee Tech, which is really a game to get ready for going on the road to Florida and then playing the rest of your SEC schedule. Your first two SEC games are on the road. I would want somebody that I think I can trust a little bit more. I think that is Hooker. Was that loss to Pittsburgh, the, the game that will keep Tennessee out of a bowl game? Not necessarily, because at the beginning of the season, I had Tennessee 6-6 six and six with a loss to Pitt. But I thought going into the season, Tennessee needs to go 2 and one against Kentucky, Missouri, and South Carolina, which I think is very doable. It's far from guaranteed, and you'd like to go ahead and have a win against Pittsburgh because we kind of break it down by these swing games, games that are close to being 50-50. Can you split on the road against Kentucky and Missouri and then win at home against South Carolina, take care of business against Vanderbilt? If the answer is yes, you're going to a bowl game. So I think Tennessee can still do it. It's just it's not going to be easy. They're going to have a bunch of games probably that were like the Pittsburgh game where – Okay, if you have a few mistakes, you're probably going to lose. If you can make the other team have some mistakes, Tennessee needs to take the ball away on defense. That hasn't happened yet. They're losing the turnover battle. That could cost them. But there's also room to grow. So if Tennessee improves on some of the things that cost the balls the game against Pittsburgh, then Tennessee will go bowling at the end of the season.
0: Josh, I'll let you go with this. I've had so many Tennessee friends come away from that loss with like strangely optimistic feelings. How has Knoxville reacted to a loss? to a middle-of-the-pack ACC team.
1: I've had friends with the same reaction that, hey, uh, the team's fighting. They're showing great effort. The offense, I think it comes back to that, that the fact that the offense allowed them to have a chance to win the game. They're putting some of the blame on the officials, which makes fans feel a little bit better. But I'll also (laughs) say this. If Tennessee loses to Florida and then goes on the road and they play a game like they did against Pitt but lose against Missouri, they're not going to feel quite as good. And if you have a similar situation against Kentucky, feel a little bit worse. So you need results. I think right now it's so early in the season and it's early in the new era with Josh Heupel and you're seeing some positive things to get excited about. So fans are choosing to do that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but fans, players, the coaching staff, as they continue to build the relationship within the program, they need results to go along the way. So there are going to be some ups and downs, but as long as you get enough ups and you have good things to fill about into the future and I think the optimism and the positivity that ex- that exists between the players and the coaches and the fans, I think that will continue. But if you lose games, well, we've seen how that goes as well.
0: No, I, I think it's a good thing as well. I just, I'm not sure how I feel about this new mature
1: Tennessee fan base. I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel about it. So. I, I'll also say expectations are not incredibly high. Yeah. There were not a lot of fans at Neyland stadium fans. I think a lot of fans are saying, okay, let's, let's see something. And then we'll yeah. see what happens next. But, The expectations are not high for this football team. So if Tennessee can go 6-6, and if Tennessee can just get to a bowl game, then I think fans will be satisfied this year, and then we'll see what the expectations are year two. Josh
0: Ward, WNML. Always a pleasure, my friend. Good talking with you, bud. You got it. The Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. They are a trusted, award-winning, locally-owned, custom home and remodeling firm that you should talk to at any point if you're even just thinking about doing some work on your home, now is the time to talk to them, get all the information, make a great decision about your home, make a little money about your home, and be happy in your home. BuildKG.com is the website. Remember the name, The Kingston Group. Thank you guys all for listening. Of course, please share the show. Tell somebody about the product. Please. That is all that I ask. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall. And this has been the 440 for Thursday, September 16th. 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Brayden Gall, music by William Tyler.